Okay. All right, cool. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Christina. And I'm Herb. Together, we are bringing you ideas about education, entrepreneurship, and relationships that are both inside and outside the box. Today, we had the pleasure of talking with Tracy, someone we got to spend a lot of time with this last weekend, and we're so excited that she's here. And if you're a fan of the show, please remember to follow Christina on Facebook. Awesome. Tracy, welcome. For, welcome. I'm so glad you're here and joining us today. Can you tell us a little bit about you and what you are into right now? Absolutely. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for having me on the show. And, you know, I had such a lovely time meeting you guys this past weekend. Um, so right now I'm just working on two different sort of business ideas. Well, one is an actual business that earns money and one is another project that I'm working towards it earning money. Um, so one is a dog training company called Fido Fit and the other one's a podcast that will soon be linked to a personal brand slash coaching um, egocentric. That sounds amazing. And actually I was able to be on egocentric this last weekend. So hopefully we'll right. that um, track to share pretty soon. Yeah. That's going to actually air Monday. So yeah, this, this coming Monday, this coming Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. That is wonderful. Awesome. Well, we were at a mastermind this past weekend and as part of the mastermind, a lot of entrepreneurs got together and talked and shared and grew. Can you tell us a little bit about why a mastermind is important to entrepreneurs? Absolutely. So this is actually the first big mastermind that I did or that I attended. I attended two smaller ones earlier this year. Um, and really what I got from this is a sense of community. Um, I think almost all of us agree that there's a loneliness and a lack of connection in entrepreneurship. People feel lonely in this. So, and I know I, I didn't even really know why I went to the mastermind. I just know I had to be there. Um, what I really was trying to hone in on, I didn't even conceive until three days into the mastermind. So I guess that being able to bounce ideas off of like-minded people who can help you grow and scale your business you know, great connections with people like you and um, just that sense of community. Yeah. One of the things that I noticed, not just about this one, but about family reunions and other really intimate gatherings, the ones that are important is at the end of it, everybody is always like, wow, we sh wish we could live like this. We all need to move together to the same spot. Yes. But at the same time, it's like, if you really lived, you wouldn't, together and did like that, you wouldn't be able to get your stuff done. So you really do have to go back out and, and do then start doing the work. So right. how, how is that going for you and within your, in your actual dog business right now? And, and what are you taking away from what we did that is, is helping you with your, with your training and who you want to work with and how you're going to be moving forward with that? That's a great question. So um, immediately I can say that from the mastermind, I learned I wasn't charging enough for my services. So I am going to repackage my services to maybe be like a monthly membership instead of a per 10 days type scenario. Um, and I'm going to create packages for more intimate coaching, like in, in home lessons or one-on-one -on -one lessons, and maybe some even more group coaching that will expand into masterminds like the ones I attended this past weekend for dog owners. So I, I was, I was trying to get a little more specifically into, um, into your, your clientele that you want to start bringing in because there are dog owners who want 
like I say, to drop off their dog and just have behaviors fixed. And then there's other dog owners that are more invested in their dog. And let's, let's, can you explain more how yeah. that changes? Yeah. How the mastermind kind of And how the mastermind brought that about. about. Sure, sure. So yeah, what, what I'm really looking for are more committed clients, clients that are committed to the programs that they sign up for. So like the instructions that they receive and committed to following through with those instructions at home and also committed to their dog. Obviously it's a big part of it. If you're committed to the program, you're committed to your dog, you're doing the work. Um, so that's my ideal client, the person who wants to be the best possible dog owner that they can be. <laughs> yeah, they don't want the best possible dog. They want to be the best possible dog owner. They want to build that relationship. Right. That you need to keep that and training going to keep those behaviors in place and all that. Exactly. Like they're going to reinforce and encourage their, their own dog. Right. Like they, um, I used to have an employer that would say that I could do anything and everything with your dog, but that doesn't mean I can get you to do everything with your dog. So, or get your dog to do everything for you. That at the end of the day, there's a relationship between you and your dog. And if you want your dog to listen to you and respect you and come when called and walk on a loose leash and all of that for you, you have to be a part of the training. You can't, you can't leave it up to the coach. We can only take you so far. Right. But at the end of the day, I don't live with you. I don't live your 24 seven. You are going to have to implement the lessons on your own and in your own time. Exactly. Right. That's, that's, that's where I was really looking to go is because gotcha. that really, that really started to click home. And I saw in your eyes that you really want to not necessarily work with dogs, but work with the people who love dogs and really make a difference in their lives. And, That's very and as you started to make that change, because you, you came in a little, a little tired of it, a little tired of working with dogs because you weren't getting the, the um, response you need. And, and as you left, you started to, you, you came alive in your business. How, how is that moving? How is that now? Do you, do you, are you realizing that? Yeah. So you're absolutely right. I was really burnt out and, um, maybe hadn't quite acknowledged that yet, but that's why I started new projects because I was getting burnt out with the dog training. And it wasn't so much the dogs I was getting sick of, but, but the dog owners who don't want to participate in having that life with their dog, it, that life of, you know, being outside, going on trips, being able to travel with their, their owners, you know, and just live life. Um, yeah, I, I do. I would like a much more committed client to the actual process of having that relationship with the dog. Um, so you're absolutely right. And I, the mastermind helped, helped me realize that though, too, that I was looking for deeper connections with people yeah. and connecting on a, on a deeper level that I didn't realize it was something that was missing from my business so much, the relationship aspect of it for, for me and the dog, right? Cause I do start to care about the dog. I start to really care about what that dog is going through in their home, what they need, what they value, what they desire and wanting the owner to fulfill those things for the dog. Right. And not just leaving it up to other people to fulfill those things for their dogs, but wanting the respect from their dogs. You know what I'm saying? You see, where I'm going with that. Like there's a certain yeah. level where we want obedience. We want respect, but 
here's the leash. I don't want to have to do it. Make my dog behave. Right. We want the trust that that's really where trust, this all yes. goes, is, is if yeah. the dog trusts the owner, then the dog will do exactly. exactly. And, and that is again, built through learning and education and trust and hundred percent. One right. of the things that I really loved about our mastermind was that even though we each had our own business and our own ideas, we were still able to be a benefit to each other by bouncing ideas off of each other, by sharing struggles, sharing um, successes, sharing the different things that help make the entrepreneurship journey kind of happen and evolve as we go through. I agree. I totally agree with that. So over the past couple of years, entrepreneurs, like many families, have had lots of struggles um, with everything that's been going on in the world. And one thing that Herb and I realized, which is what this podcast is all about, is entrepreneurship and education, is that our education system needs a little bit of an update, a little bit of a help, um, and maybe even not even having it in the school system, but even at home. And over the weekend, we found out that at, during that time, you had some children in your house and you were trying to be the entrepreneur, you're trying to be the caregiver, you're trying to do all of that. And once we talked about our education model, I was wondering if that sounds like something that might have helped you if you had had that available to you during that time. Absolutely. You know, there, I don't know how many times I would, first of all, I didn't even know how to get to certain uh, worksheets or whatever they were working on. Um, piece. Yeah. I mean, really, I was like clicking around and like, okay, okay. Oh, here's an assignment and trying to figure it out by myself. Right. Mm-hmm. And then to try to figure out if they completed it, if they turned it in the right way. So, so the whole thing, I was just, we, we were, we were just totally alone in, well, here's their laptop. He, you yep. know what I mean? And hopefully exactly. they know what they're doing. Hopefully we know what we're doing and often they don't know what they're doing. That That's the, you know, I think as in that moment as a parental figure, cause I was, you know, a step parent at the time uh-huh. as a parental figure, it was just like, if you don't know, how am I supposed to know? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> so there was a lot that we could have used some personal coaching and some help on that, on that front for sure. Yeah. And you know, our, our school system is going to be so much more, um, you know, I've been warned not to equate it at all to, to dog training. Oh, stop it. Right. Um, and, and I'm not, but one of the things that, that is similar is, is the trust that you have to have when develop the relationship with the student and the teacher and the teacher. And so in, in our, in our education model, bringing education home, um, we're going to be working with the student, but we're also going to be working with the parent and actually coach. I lost your guys' audio. Compared to dog training, but that's also how you're finding um, what works best is, is again, that committed relationship. Christina, Herb. Hey, hey guys, you guys kind of cut out there for just a second. I didn't catch everything you just said. Um, where did where did I end? <laughs> well, you froze, you froze, and I froze, and it kind of just like uh uh uh, uh fell away. <laughs> it was really funny. 
okay, so basically you were talking about the trust factor uh, between parent and teacher and the, and the parent and child. And then it like so, totally broke up. And then you said something about, I don't mean to compare it to dog training. <laughs> I'm not well, really sure. You might have to stop. Is, is, is just like um, when you have a committed dog owner working with their, it makes such a difference in just that relationship. Imagine if you were to also apply that work ethic to your children. I mean, they're so much more complex and beautiful and important than your child. But so to be able to build that relationship that lasts more than the 18 years go away, mom and dad, I'm out, you know? Um, Right. That's kind of where we're going. So, so. Yeah. So I, so I totally agree. Like they're, because one of the parts of the trust factor is knowing how to communicate with your child when they don't know how to do something. I think a lot of parents just get frustrated. Like they've, they've forgotten that they were once that child that didn't know what four plus four was or whatever it is, you know, and there's like a level of frustration and then the child does start to shut down and you can, there is, you know what I mean? Like there is a trust factor involved when you're a parent also playing the teacher counselor you know what I mean? In that situation. And, and, you know, also like when you're working with German shepherds, do you treat German shepherds the same way you do Rottweilers or the same way you would a Yorkie? Um, You know, different children have, have different needs as well. You know, you, you can't expect a, a child that's, that's an introverted, really with really drawn in with a really vibrant inner world to be learning the same way as like an outgoing extroverted. Oh my gosh. And, and so having that in the family with the parent being able to say, Hey, this is what my parent, this is what my child needs. Right. Uh, that just adds such. Yes. And my stepdaughter has ADHD and she's a, a talented artist, but can't sit still and can't focus on certain subjects. And that was a challenge, right? Like you have to get through your assignments. There's a deadline at the end of the day, but this is her, her heart's not in this, right? Like, right. and so I have to say, like, I know I'm art that also teaches reading and literature around art developed specifically for your child with the help with the coach. How, how would that have, have helped with totally. your daughter's development? Totally. And be, and I, she was a talent. She's a very talented artist. Like she doodles and draws and she does. And I remember being that way too, kind of getting sucked into like, well, this, whatever I'm learning has absolutely no interest. So mm-hmm. I'll just kind of, you know, zone out. And she did struggle in virtual learning, not having classmates, but also not having, and I've, I struggled with the same thing in college. Okay. And an online course not being able to be right in front of my professor and be like, explain this to me, right. Uh-huh. Explain, take me through this process and like really trying to work it out. So I can only imagine if I struggled in, you know, an online college course that a child is struggling on an online platform without that tangible help from a teacher or a coach. Yeah. So now to bring this back to you, how does this conversation, how are you now apply some of this to what you're learning is any of this is any of this applicable to how you you want to move forward your entrepreneurial journey yeah definitely well i love the family focused you know um sort of idea that you guys have it's like a holistic bring it all together keep everything in your home um but you know 
with the help of teachers and coaches. Like, I think that's really powerful. Well, here, um, here's, here's another question then that, that might be a little easier. Um, there are a lot of children who, who do really well with animals and stuff. Would, would you like to maybe teach your learning method to children on how to build trust with dogs and maybe help them with, with other aspects Learn of learning. And yeah, no, I totally see where you're going with that. That is a slightly easier question. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's a great idea. I think that pets do help kids stay focused and confident and, um, learning how to teach dogs certain behaviors. I mean, honestly, kids are fantastic dog trainers. They really are. They learn much faster than adults do how to do certain moves. Like there's a lot of mechanics in dog training. Like when you're shaping behaviors or, um, luring behaviors, there's a lot of mechanics that kids are really good at it. Adults have struggles because their brain is already they already think something, whereas the kid does not already have an idea about something and they're totally open. Um, but you know, it's really funny that you mentioned that when the kids were here, we would take breaks and go outside and do dog training stuff, like teaching the dogs to go over an A-frame or do a jump or jump through a hoop, kind of like break the monotony of the classwork. Right. But yeah. at the same time, how did, how did that affect the classwork? Did that, Oh yeah. how did that affect him when you went back into, into your learning times? I think they actually did better because they, one, they kind of got their wiggles out. They got to do something. Um, they got to learn something that maybe was a little bit more interesting to them at the time. Um, and then they were ready to sit down and focus on their classwork. Yeah. That actually sounds like it might be something really fun to bring to our parents in the future would be some, some family that. dog training classes so that not only are they working on their or communication with training. their kids, they could try to train the cat, but they could also <laughs> be working as a family to train their dogs because, exactly. you know, we just had some issues because we, we have a couple of dogs and we were using different training techniques mm -hmm. and it was causing that. conflict. And we just this week, just well, just the last couple of days, we've started working together a lot more to to make them mm -hmm. to, to to align. Mm -hmm. So you know, using using a pet in the family to help the whole family communicate together to train a dog, I I can see how how that could be a lot of fun. Is mm -hmm. that something that you might be maybe in the future interested yeah. in looking into as a as a way to both you know develop your practice and to help our, our families and kids. Definitely. Definitely. And it actually sounds something similar. Cause I agree with the message, right? Like getting everybody on the same page, communicating, working together, um, taking turns with one another and, and praising one another. There is. And I think because dogs are a big part of our families now, right. Um, almost every household has at least one dog in it. So that would be a great way for the family to bond and just, you know, continue with your holistic approach and, in family education and yeah, I can you know see study it. studies have actually shown that that uh, uh, people are like 80 percent more likely to fill a dog's prescription and and give the dog their medicine the whole time and mm -hmm. only like 20 percent likely to do that for themselves so if we're working on family communication and you make the pet involved I could see how how that increases the likelihood of the of, more of family communication family communication and working together. So that's I agree. Definitely. That's awesome. So you, you, yeah, you, let me know. I'm ready. <laughs> sounds like a plan. Exactly. Yeah. I can see how the confidence of the child would grow as the pet responds more and 
works well with them and things like that. And then the parents would have something to praise them for. It's like, wow, look how well you did with that. Because right. that and that confidence building is what a lot of our students need. I, I totally see that too, um, because there are a lot of shy kids. And once they achieve a goal with a dog, they do feel a lot better about themselves. It is a little confident boost and they feel like, yes, I can do this. So then you can take them back to the difficult assignment that they were having trouble with in school and say, see, you can do it. You showed us that you can train this dog. You can overcome challenges. You can do this too. Exactly. Beautiful message. Love that message. Yep. Well, I think we're about ready to wrap up, but what else, is there anything else that you would share, like to share about either the mastermind or communication or whatever we've kind of touched on today? Absolutely. So the mastermind was awesome. I do hope that more people, especially entrepreneurs will get into those masterminds. Sometimes you don't even realize you're missing something until you're there. Uh Um, and just a sense of community, getting around people who can help you work through limitations. I don't think a lot of us, um, really know. I mean, I work by myself most of the time. So like her pointed out earlier, I didn't realize what limitations I was living with until I got around people that I was able to really talk about it with. Right. So having people that you can really bounce ideas off of share plans, share your growth, any entrepreneur who's feeling alone should get into a mastermind. Um, Communication is key in anything, in any relationship and trust as her pointed out earlier too. Yes. Without trust, there is no respect and there is no real love either. So we have to get everyone trusting each other. And And, and speaking of masterminds, uh, I hear there's an interesting one coming up (laughs) in the first of January. Would you tell us what's so exciting and amazing about this one that's happening in January? Well, so ours is a women's retreat and it's going to be for the women only. I know Marshall's going to do one for the guys, but me and Christina and Kirsty are going to be hosting a women's retreat out in um, Florida. Is it Jacksonville? I think I believe it's Jacksonville. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be empowering women to live a bold, brave, and beautiful life. <laughs> At least that's my message for them. I know that Christina and Kirsty will also have their messages. Are you there? We're still here, but our Kate, her connection was a little bit wobbly there. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you now. It it stopped just after in Jacksonville. So we're going to, we're going to, well, I'm on a mission to help these women to empower these women to live a bold, brave, and beautiful life, whatever that means for them without um, limitations, without sense of lack. And I know Christina and Kirsty are going to have their own messages and missions for these women as well, but along aligned though, I know that is our, our new group. It's the um, authentically aligned. Yes. Uh, Mastermind. Circle Mastermind. Yeah. Yep. And I, I would like to congratulate you for stepping out and now hosting your first event. This is actually going to be spectacular. I'm so excited for you. Thank you so uh, much. Yes, that means so um, much. I, I'm going to be attending Marshall's as well. Um, I, I don't have all of the details yet. Those those fly away for me, but I'm really excited to head me back too. because again, the the communication, the growth, just just it it really is medicine work, that kind of a community. And it was just joyful to 
to watch the growth and transformations that happen to everybody that were there. So if you are listening and you are interested, you know, reach out, to get a hold of us to Tracy, to or, Tracy or to us. January 2023. So those people who are maybe listening in the future, January 2023 is when these masks And we're going to say this all again after Tracy unfreezes. No, I think oh, she there, did you hear us all? Because I did. I heard everything. Yeah. Okay. Because okay, you froze on our screen again. So I was, I was like, yep. oh no. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you so much, you guys. Thanks. Have thanks a good one. Bye. Bye. Can we stop recording without ending? Shh.